So before we get started, please take a minute to like and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, and Twitter at iShipItPod. You can also visit us on our website, iShipItPod.com, or email any questions or comments directly at iShipItPod, or to, uh, to us, to us at iShipItPodGmail.com. Every time I say this, I feel like Alexi Darling from Buzzline. <laughs> You can email me at darlingalexinewscom.net or you can page me at... But if you are feeling supportive and you want to help us grow, you can donate via PayPal, shop our Amazon affiliate link, or buy us a coffee. And last but certainly not least, please rate and review us on iTunes and tell your friends that you ship it. Pretty please. Thor ate a lot of Pop-Tarts in these fanfics. It is a hot garbage fire. Do you not know what sex pollen is? I mean, phantom seed... What? <laughs> I don't care. I ship it. I don't care. Hello, geek girls, geek boys, and geeks beyond the binary. This is Emily J with the I Ship It podcast, your safe space on the internet for fan fiction, fandom, and all that stuff you've been pretending you're not reading on your phones. I am in Baton Rouge tonight, friends. I am here for business. It is a traveling week for me, so. I am solo. I am recording this on my own in my hotel room. It is late. I'm going to try not to go too long because I'm pretty sleepy. I've been traveling all day and my voice is a little deeper and a little sexier than usual because I was just on the phone with my best friend. (laughs) That part wasn't sexy. Uh, I was just on the phone with one of my bestest friends and we were supposed to do an episode, but technical difficulties got in the way. So I have had to scramble last minute to figure out what I was going to talk about. And I think I came up with something based on our conversation, what she had wanted to talk about. And see, I'm jumping right into this. I'm not even asking you guys how you've been. I hope you're fine. I'm certain you are. A bunch of stuff happened this week that's really exciting. And I can't tell you about it until it happens. I get to tell you about it later. Um. So I'm just jumping right into my topic because I don't want to give something away that I shouldn't. I mean, maybe I, I don't need to keep it a secret, but I'm keeping it a secret. So me, 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 Anyway, what we were going to talk about is, was uh, real person fanfic and um, the, uh, the turning of it into films, which this all came about because I started looking for tropes and things to finish up crack month April. And I mean, it doesn't get crackier than this. So I think that this still is allowed and it's my podcast and I make the rules. So I'm going to talk about whatever I want. Um, I don't feel that it gets more alternate universe. What the fuck are we doing? Crack, crack, crack than hearing the words, a Harry Styles fan fiction has been turned into a major motion picture. Friends, so much happens in that sentence that just hurts my heart, okay? I mean, Fifty Shades was one thing. Fifty Shades was one horrible thing that stretched out into eternity and is now immortalized forever. And there's always going to be films and there's always going to be books and it's always going to be a dark stain on my personal life because I know, not that it was fan fiction, we all know it was fan fiction, it's that it was bad fan fiction, 
right? I mean, that's what really hurts. It's not that I mean, I think it's fucking great, you know, that fanfic is getting turned mainstream because they're making these movies based off of it. That's wonderful. In theory, in practice, they're picking the wrong fucking things to turn into films. Uh, I don't know who's making these decisions. I mean, I assume it's Hollywood. Is it producers? Is it who who makes the rules about who gets to turn what it and it doesn't fucking matter. Whoever's optioning these fanfics, uh, I guess they're turning them into books first and then they're optioning the books. Regardless, I know they're all just smelling the blood in the water. And, you know, if it's super popular, I mean, I'm looking at the the taglines for the film. We all know what I'm talking about, right? We're talking about after which came out last week, I want to say, I won't see it. I'm not going to see it. And the reason I'm not going to see it is A, principles. B, psychotic jealousy that it is not my fan fiction that is being put up on the big screen. And C, three, I can't remember. C, I think we're doing letters. Uh, C, I don't need to because the woman I just got off the phone with gave me a breakdown scene for scene and god damn it do I wish I had been recording because she loves bad movies <laughs> and she doesn't love anything more than to see a terrible film and then call me and tell me just fucking scene for scene what happens and I love her for that because that she has saved me from watching so many terrible movies god love you elizabeth i will love you forever we've been besties since we were 14 years old. We met online. <coughs> Excuse me. We have fan fiction to thank for our friendship. And we're still going strong today into our 30s. I will never stop calling you. I hope you never stop telling me the plot of all terrible movies. But this particular terrible movie, after a Harry Styles fan fiction, the tagline on the poster is like, based on the worldwide phenomenon is it? Is it a world? I mean, please correct me if I'm wrong. I didn't realize that One Direction fanfic was like, is it still such a big thing? Or was this, I possibly could have done research. I chose not to. Is this a new fic or was this like back in the huge rage when, um, you know, Taylor Swift was writing songs about Harry Styles and everybody was in the One Direction crazy, crazy. I assume it was in the crazy, crazy One Direction hype back in like 2012, 2013, 20, up to 2014, maybe? I don't know when they broke up. I could look this up. I'm not going to because I don't care. But whenever it was, I don't read any stories on Wattpad because you have to have like a like you have to have a an account to log into it and then you every time i've looked at it the interface reminds me so much of like 1995 word processor format that i just don't want i i can't um i i can't fucking concentrate i can't enjoy anything that's on it and i also feel like it's kind of the like the AO3 little sister where a lot of younger people were writing a lot of I, want, I mean, everything I've ever heard about Wattpad has been either Twilight fanfic or One Direction fanfic. I don't know if that's the case. Again, I invite you to correct me if I'm wrong. 
But either way, if that's where these fucking Hollywood bros are getting their ideas from, ladies and gentlemen, I invite you to come with me to the wonderful world of AO3. Because I have read some breathtaking, beautiful fan fictions on AO3. Breathtaking, okay? And from what I've heard about after, and I've heard every detail, and it was delightful. I laughed the entire way through it. I'm pretty sure it wasn't meant to be a comedy, but the retelling was, I mean, chef's kiss, comedy gold. I'm so sad that I can't play that for you, but you'll just have to take my word for it. And I'm getting Elizabeth on the show one day, whether she wants to be or not, she's going to be a guest and you'll get to experience her comedy genius uh, for yourself. It's not supposed to be a comedy. It's supposed to be a, I assume, a coming-of-age tale about a virginal young woman who meets a Harry Styles avatar at college, and he uh, is a bad boy in ripped jeans, and Taylor Swift's I Knew You Were Trouble plays every time he walks in the room, and they uh, fall into some torrid romance and love affair where he takes her virginity and she is a whole new woman because of it, I guess. I don't really know. And I don't particularly care. And that seems to be what, I guess this is what bothers me is that if this is, if you're not familiar with fanfic and you find out that there are fanfics being turned into movies and the only thing you have to go on is 50 goddamn shades and now after you're going to get a very specific idea of fandom and fan fiction and it's not correct. Okay. There is fan fiction out there that is beautiful it has moved me to tears. It has it has filled voids in my heart. It has been stories that I've wanted to read that I couldn't find anywhere else. Fan fiction is it's a gift. It's a gift to the world, okay? And and cherry picking these two instances and turning them into films is doing such a disservice to the fanfic community. Am I talking about myself? Yes. Would I scream, cry, jump up and down, kick my heels like a little girl, die forever of happiness if someone came up to me and said, we want to change the names of the characters in your Captain America fan fiction, Emily, turn it into a book, then turn it into a screenplay and have it be made into a film. I would die. Hollywood, if you're listening, I know you're not because I'm still not getting jobs, but if you're listening, my name on AO3 is M-E-M underscore J-A-Y-E. Uh, I have plenty of stories available. Also, feel free to peruse my bookmarks because if you're not impressed with my work, I think you'll find that I have exquisite taste in selecting other fanfics. And that's what I'm here to tell you about today. I decided after talking to Elizabeth and being so amused and then also so angry <laughs> that this is what cho was chosen to be made, um, I picked two of my favorites that I have read that remind me of movies because either they're based off of an idea from film or because uh, they're cinematically 
remarkable and they're gorgeous and they should be films. Anyway, uh, these, these Vicks, we're not even talking about my own because I'm not ever going to bring up my own shit. I mean, I just told you where to find my stuff on AO3 and that's fine. But uh, I'm never going to recommend or plug my own shit on this show. So I'm not talking about myself here. I want to see movies made out of this. Also, if Hollywood came up to me and said, hey, we want to change the the names of your characters, I'd be like, that's fine. But you still have to get Chris Evans and Kat Dennings to play said characters. And I can provide a built-in audience of all 37 of my fans to come and see this movie because we've been dying here in Darcy land for (laughs) Kat Dennings and Chris Evans to do a film together. It could be as terrible as playing it cool. I would still see it a billion times because like, guys, you don't understand how hard we have to work to make gift sets on Tumblr. (laughs) Photo sets and gift sets are very difficult when your two characters that you ship so hard have never interacted in the universe that you're playing in. It's so difficult. The fan artists who do these gift sets are goddamn geniuses. And if I could buy all of them an ice cream, I would. Okay. I would do that. I would absolutely do that because they deserve ice cream and cookies and love and money. But anyway, I'm digressing here. That would be my rule. And therefore, Hollywood would probably not want me to play with me and they wouldn't cast Chris Evans and Kat Dennings because they both have other things to do. But I think it would be great. And I know I'm not alone. However, we're not talking about my shit. We're not talking about Harry goddamn Styles, who I wonder. Now we are talking about Harry Styles. Harry Styles, who is the only member of One Direction that I could identify on site. And that's only because he was once attached to Western philosopher, savior of my soul, Taylor Swift. That's the only reason I could recognize him. I missed the One Direction craze entirely. I know exactly one song, What Makes You Different Makes You Beautiful or whatever. That's What Makes You Beautiful. Is that what it is? Yeah. What Makes You Different Makes You Beautiful is a Backstreet Boys song, which I rode 100% of the way. I'm still in that fandom, but I missed the One Direction thing. So uh, That's What Makes You Beautiful is the only One Direction song I know. It fucking slaps. It's great. So that's fine. But I'm sure the other ones are good. Seems like they knew what they were doing as far as uh, poppy boy bands go. Well done, I suppose. I know that they broke up or they took a break, which means they broke up in sync style. Um, but he's the only one I could recognize. Anyway, Elizabeth and I talked about this. What do we think Harry Styles thinks about a fan fiction that was written about him now being turned into a movie with a character that's supposed to be him, but not him on the big screen acting out somebody's fantasy. I personally would be mortified, I think. But that's just me. I mean, I, I we've talked about my feelings on reader inserts and self-inserts is that I don't want to see myself in those situations because I don't want to put that on my favorite character. Like I, they've suffered enough. They don't need me in my true form interacting with them in any way. That's just not fair. So Harry, if you'd like to tell us how you're feeling about after, I'm sure you're not taking any press about it. <laughs> 
can't imagine you'd ever want to answer questions publicly about it. Um, Also, if I'm being a hateful bitch and you loved After and you love Harry Styles fan fiction, please call me out. It's fine. If you enjoy this shit, you know what? That's what fan fiction is for, right? Like, I don't want to shame anybody in anything. Again, I am serving this episode with a side of ice cold bitter. (laughs) Anytime that I bitch about things like Fifty Shades or now this new nonsense After, it is 100% based in pure uncut, adult, unadulterated jealousy. All right. I just want this for me and I know it's never going to happen. So don't listen to me. If you want to go see this movie, I encourage it. Go for it. Because somebody out there, her name's Anna Todd, she is a fanfic author whose dream is has come true. I was looking at production stills and she's was there on set. I guess she has a little walk-on role or whatever in the film. And like, I can't blame her. It's not her fault that she wrote the most prosaic, boring, virgin meets bad boy fan fictions. We've all written that story. Hers just happened to be about a real life person. And then it got turned into a movie. Good job, Anna. I'm so happy for you. But she does look very thrilled. And like, I am happy for her because that's the dream, isn't it? Isn't that what we all want? It's for someone to say, I love your stuff enough that I want to turn it into something else so more people can see it and love it. I think that's probably the dream. And like I said, 100% just super fucking jealous and petty and catty. So I say this with no vitriol whatsoever, but, but I am bitter. And I'm also tired, so I'm I'm censoring myself less and less about how I truly feel. So instead of <laughs> taking 15 minutes to uh, go over why I'm mad that it's their stuff and not mine, I am going to talk about two fix. And like I said, this is going to be a shorter episode because my voice, as you can tell, is failing. I'm trying not to cough directly into the microphone. It's not working. So I love a couple things. I love a lot of things. We've talked about this. We're 40 episodes in, guys. You know what shit I love. Uh, These are going to be Shield Shock recommendations. I think they are so adorable that you could read them with any characters. I think that these particular two fics could be standalone original fiction, especially the second one we're going to talk about. But uh, the first one is called... I'll Miss You Till I Meet You by Twisted. I want to say it's Twisted Ingenue. That's how I'm pronouncing this uh, this pen name. And uh, the summary goes, Steve carves out a spot for himself on the internet through an anonymous Tumblr, a place where he doesn't have to be Captain America. Darcy, starting back at Culver after a long break, isolated and alone, also restarts her own Tumblr. They connect. <laughs> this is an over 20K story, but it is only one chapter and it's so cute. It has, uh, the reason I picked it is because it mirrors, uh, well, not really mirrors, but it has the same vibes as one of my all time favorite, uh, rom-coms, which is Sleepless in Seattle. 
Tom Hanks, Meg Ryan. I mean, I love Sleepless in Seattle. I would say that You've Got Mail is actually my favorite romantic comedy of all time. I will watch that movie a billion times. I've seen it so many times. I know every single line, every season. I can think up some appropriate quote for from it. I don't think it gets any better. But there is that that whole thing where they hate each other. This is not what happens in... And I'll miss you till I meet you. It's much more sleepless in Seattle where they are connected online. They don't know who the other one is um, because they're both anonymous. And they are able to meet, like I said, it says via Tumblr, which is where so much great stuff happens. So much greatness happens on Tumblr. It's where I found my my own tribe. So I this has a soft spot in my heart. So they reach on Tumblr. He's posting his art. She's a fan at first, and then they start talking, and um, you know they're sharing personal stuff, but they're not sharing identities. And and it's one of those things where I've talked about it before, but you can be more yourself sometimes on the internet than you can in real life because you don't have a face. <laughs> And you don't have to look somebody in the eye and tell them all their, their your secret, dark, geeky stuff. You can just put it out there. And if they choose to interact with it, they can. And if not, also cool. No skin off your nose, right? So they they start connecting and they start flirting. And then um, it gets uh, a little racier. <laughs> There's some... I don't want to say, I guess, I mean, it's been a minute since I read it. I don't know if it's straight up cyber sex. I can't remember. Um, I hope it is. I haven't used the word cyber sex in a very long time. So I'm not sure. I mean, it might just be sexting. They, I think, yeah, because then they start texting each other. So yeah, I think that's what it is. So anyway, um, whatever. It's great. It's really good. And like I said, it's got the whole you've got mail slash sleepless in Seattle vibe. It's sweet. It's hot. It's funny. It's beautifully written. One of my favorites. I've read it quite a few times. It's been a minute though, so I can't remember all of the details, nor do I like to give away all the details because I want you guys to read it and you to review it and you to enjoy it and tell Twisted Ingenue how you feel. So that's the first one. Also, I'm going to pause right here because uh, there is something that I need to talk about regarding fanfic etiquette. There is a, I want to say, uh, an unpleasant trend that has happened on Tumblr, speaking of our favorite Blue Hell site, where people are, um, I mean, they've always done this, I guess, where they like something, but they don't reblog it. And the reblog button is a reason, the reason that people post shit on Tumblr. Let's be honest. Because when you reblog something, you're saying, I love this enough that I want other people to see it. And that's the reason that artists and authors and creators of any kind reblog their own stuff at different hours of the day because they want different people to see it. And it's something that I personally am trying to do more of because I am guilty of this too, where I just hit that little like button. I'm like, that's enough. They know. But it's not enough for them to know, guys. We don't create this stuff for a small, because we hope a small group of people who we already know like our stuff, like it. That's nice. It's nice when your favorite, you know, your normal five friends on Tumblr 
like your stuff. That's great. Wonderful. However, it is a social channel where instead of just posting it on AO3 or your own private blog or whatever, where anybody can click on it if they know it's there, on Tumblr, you can share your friend's stuff quickly. You can say, you don't have to, you don't have to fucking review it in the in the reblog. You can literally just reshare it. You don't even have to put in notes. That's fine. That's no big deal. You don't have like, you know, tags or anything. You don't have to do anything. You just have to hit the reblog button. Then that says, not only did I love this, but I think other people that I know would love it too. And that means so much to a content creator. And the ratio of likes to reblogs is so outrageously unbalanced, guys. It's like, I mean, this isn't even mine. I don't ever get this much love on Tumblr. I don't don't know what you have to do. I am not Tumblr famous by any stretch of the imagination. But I'll get like two reblogs and, you know, 16 likes. I've seen people who get like 180 likes and 10 reblogs. That's so unfair. That's so unfair because that means that 10 people, probably 10, I mean, it's probably also the artist or the author who reblogged their own shit three different times. So it's like seven people who thought like, yeah, not only did I like this, but it's I like it enough to share it. And it's just, guys, just do me a favor. I mean, I feel like I've really pounded into your brains and you know, hit home how important it is to review and to leave kudos. That's very important because that is an immediate thing that the author sees. They get that email. I've told you about those emails. And a comment email is so good and it does so much for any creator, especially a writer. I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't, I'm not an artist. So I'm assuming that the, you know, if you post your art somewhere and somebody comments, it's the same kind of heroin-esque rush. Uh, so that's a boost. That's an immediate boost. But Sharing on Tumblr is a way to enlarge an audience and um, kind of target more people that you didn't have access to before. It's so important. I really want that to be the new trend where instead of just like, I'm trying very hard that when I like something, I reblog it too, especially if it's, I know the person who created it and I know, um, I know that I like it, or I know that other people would like it, or I know that it hasn't, doesn't have a lot of reblogs. I'm trying. I'm not perfect at it. I'm not, I frequently forget. Um, or I'll look and I won't have posted something. I'll like 11 things in my drafts. Oops, that happens too. But I'm trying and I want you guys to try too. So if you're on Tumblr and you like something this week, that's your homework. I know I always give you guys homework assignments. Your homework is that once you, when you like stories and art and whatever on Tumblr this week, don't just like them, reblog. If you like it enough to like it yourself, you like it enough to share it. Okay? Okay, cool. Moving on. Next story I chose because I saw this weekend, I saw the Netflix movie, The Silence, starring the Tooch. Stanley Tucci, love of my life. Uh, want him to play my dad in the uh, Lifetime original movie about my uh, my life as a podcaster. Uh, he would play my dad. They look nothing alike. My dad looks like Al Pacino, but I want Stanley Tucci to play him instead. Uh, the Tucci leads the cast. It's um, 
it's decent. I mean, it's a it's a weird horror movie slash almost post-apocalyptic or like during apocalyptic uh, end of the world type story. It's good. The graphics are great. Um, it's very sad in some parts, but it's it's uh, considering what Netflix suggests to me. And as much as I spoke about Elizabeth who loves bad movies, like especially bad rom-coms and things like that, I love bad horror movies because I'll see fucking anything, especially if it's paranormal in nature. Oh man, I'm there. Like you give me a botched exorcism or uh, a family moves into a new house and there's some strange shit going on. Oh, doesn't get any better. Give me like a 62% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Mmm, sweet spot. Love it. Love that shit. That being said, because of my terrible taste in horror movies, our streaming services are 100% fucked as far as recommendations go. So them recommending The Silence actually turned out pretty well. I was like, yeah, it's one of the better ones that I've seen. Anyway, as I was watching it, I was reminded of this fic that I have not read in a very long time. And I thought I had it bookmarked. And I've li- <laughs> it's one of those things I've literally been thinking about it since I first read it in 2015. That's four years ago, guys. And I f- have not gone back to read it. But it's been chewing at the back of my mind because it is so good. (laughs) Okay. It's actually, it's a two-parter, but the one I want to focus on is called All the Dead Lie Down. It's by Imogen Penn. She, he, Imogen Penn is a brilliant writer. Absolutely brilliant. I 100% would read any original fic that they wrote um, in a book form or whatever. Hollywood, listen, Make this movie. Perhaps you think you have already, but you haven't because this one is so much better. And I say this as someone who fucking hates zombie anything. Anything at all. If it has zombies in it, I don't fucking want it. Get out of here, Walking Dead. Fear of the Walking Dead. 28 days later, 28 weeks later, anything to do with zombies. I don't fucking care because I don't actually think they're all that scary. Um, there are some films or whatever that make them so they're like fast moving, which is scary, I guess. Uh, the book, The Girl with All the Gifts is some of the better, some of the best zombie stuff that I've read with the exception of this fic. I'm not fucking around, guys. This is my favorite zombie content I've ever consumed. Why am I talking about zombies? Because this is the shield shock post-apocalyptic zombie alternate universe fic that I would never have in a million years guessed that I needed, but I absolutely needed it. Are you intrigued? You fucking should be. It is so good. It is so dark. Uh, Basically, the world has been overrun. Uh, Civilization, as we know, it is over. The world has been overrun with uh, the undead and the walking undead, whatever the fuck they're called. And uh, Darcy is holed up in a 
residence. Uh, and she has kind of, because she's a, a warm and nurturing character, she has uh, kind of adopted about seven children whose parents did not make it. And so she's just, she's got this little camp of kids and she's taking care of them. And something happens and they have to leave. And they're transient because they're non they're non-zombies in a zombified world, so they're usually on the move. And uh, they run into filthy, bearded, you know, veins in his teeth, cutting off heads left and right, Captain America, um, who, of course, is not Captain America anymore. He's just Steve trying to survive. Uh, he was Captain America, but in a post-zombie apocalypse, they don't need Captain Americas anymore. They need just fucking dirty bearded Steve Rogers is and that's what he is and they uh, they unwillingly team up and are kind of shoveling shuffling this family shoveling not shoveling they're shuffling this little made up family uh, trying to get somewhere safe and there are parts again I'm not getting into details I want you to read this and I want to know what you think there are parts of this fic that I remember reading on the train and being like <gasps> Like there's, I mean, guys, it's really good. It's really good. And I'm jealous because I didn't write it and I couldn't ever write it because I would never write a zombie fic. But this one is so good. And like I said, it's dark as fuck. It's, it's, it's bleak at times, but it does have a very satisfying resolution. There are two parts. The second part is... Uh, amps up the drama. It's a little less bleak, but more drums. But again, very satisfying ending. It's all good. Hollywood. These are, t- I'm handing you this shit on a silver fucking platter. All right. Come to AO3. Stop eyeballing shit on Wattpad. Nobody wants that shit anymore. I'm sure I'm not speaking for anybody in the world. I'm sure that I am alone in my principles. But I just think that Darcy Land has a lot more to offer the uh, the film-going community than some of the garbage that's being presented. Okay? <laughs> and again, uh, if you want to come check me out on AO3 and turn my Captain America fic into the solid gold shit that is appearing on the movie screens these days. I'm into it. I am into it. I would happily provide you the rights for a nominal fee of several million dollars and royalties. And provided that you cast the people I say you have to cast. I don't think I'm being unreasonable. I think I'm being uh, very appropriate. So, if you know somebody, you know, on the inside who's <laughs> looking for a fic to turn into a book, to turn into a screenplay, to turn into a movie, just send them my way. I'll point them in the right direction. Again, I don't even, it doesn't even have to be mine. Doesn't even have to be mine. I would just love for the next actual good movie to be based on some Stephen Darcy fanfic. That would be, guys, Darcy Lynn Friends, would that not be the greatest thing in the entire world? Oh, man. Twilight and fucking One Direction fanfic fans must just be living their best lives knowing that that 
their fandoms are represented and immortalized forever in shitty Hollywood smut movies, right? That's got to be great. If if you're in those fandoms, tell me what it's like. I don't feel like I don't feel like I'm ever going to get there. (laughs) I don't know. It's late. I'm tired. I've been on a plane all day. I am angry, (laughs) obviously, that that I'm not a millionaire who's making money off of her fanfic. So I'm not going to make you guys listen to me anymore. You've you've suffered enough. (laughs) I'm I'm gonna let y'all get out of here. But do me a favor. uh, Ignore my bitterness. Read those fics. Enjoy those fics. And I mean, you know what? Fuck it. Go and see. Go and see after. See what all the fuss is about. If you were into Harry Styles fanfic, good for you. You're getting the dream there, kiddo. Well done. Um, the rest of us, eh, well, we'll get there, guys. You know what? Keep, keep, Let's all keep our chins up, okay? I'm getting a little grumpy here in my old age. We're going to get there. There, there. I changed. I changed my tune. Putting positivity out in the and the in the universe. Darcy Lynn's gonna be on the map one of these days. Whether it's through this podcast, which is incredibly unlikely, or through the madman genius of some of my fellow writers, much more likely. I think we're gonna do it. But uh, in the meantime, read those fix. Go see a, a terrible movie. <laughs> I'm sure it's not terrible. I mean, from what I've heard, it's pretty bad. Go see a movie. Uh, Enjoy whatever you're enjoying. Have a wonderful week. Guys, have a wonderful week. And above all else, for the love of God, get your shit together. 